Hey guys, Rizwan here from Anime Secrets, and I'm joined today by Anthony, McGill, and Connor. Howdy. How's it going? Hola. Hola. So, we're here today after a brief stint away from the internet for many reasons beyond our control. Guys, 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 it's it's Italian, you gotta say ciao, okay? You're right. And the reason we gotta say... And the reason we're going to say ciao is, well, we're coming back with a new plan, and the plan involves JoJo's Golden Wind, which takes place in, guess what, Italy. You know, if you're going to go with the whole Italian thing, might as well call it by its name it's commonly known as... Vento Aureo. Aureo. Yeah, I love that name. I can't pronounce that. Try again. Vento Aureo. Vento Aureo? Vento Aureo. Okay, I'll try and do that. But yeah, so JoJo's is back after, what, two years of waiting and waiting and waiting for it to return to the big screen. Mm-hmm. And hey, it's back. And quite honestly, I really enjoyed episode one. It, it was, was very, 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 very beautiful. I oh, yes. What an episode. The, the stand fights, the way, the way his power, the way the main character's powers work is just... It was all unique and different. Mm-hmm. I like that they really made a point to, uh, you know, make it a real intro episode. They brought yeah. everyone in slowly. They really built up the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the staging, the camera work, as much as you can call it that, considering right. it's not a live action film. But it's an right. No, like the way they staged all the scenes, it was really good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so I read a little bit of the manga way back when, and I didn't read a lot of it because I only got like literally halfway or maybe three quarters of the way through the manga, like through the episode I mean of this today, before I caught up. So I didn't see a lot of the manga, but what I did see in this really matched up fairly well. Yeah, David Pro is very, very good. David Production, the company that has been doing. Uh, Vento Oreo, um, and all the JoJo's things. Mm-hmm. They're they're very they have a very strong attention to detail. Yeah, there is a reason why Rocky only signed off on the parts to them. He trusts them. A lot of people who work there are mm-hmm. veterans of the industry, so he wanted to make sure that they didn't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Some of the other studios who have doing the OVAs and. The movie that's never talked about. Uh, no, so. I definitely agree. Like th- this is like so. The one thing I will say, like when I was watching it, my first thought was, okay, we're gonna open with Koichi getting off the air- airport, just like in the manga. But no, it started off not with Koichi, but actually with the scene Giovanni doing what Giovanni does best. Mm-hmm. Is so, an interesting one to look out for? Oh yeah. And that's what I like. They'll switch things. They did this in part four as well. Oh, yeah, most definitely. They'll switch chapters to better assist in the uh, the pacing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I guess the way this podcast can go is we're going to do a quick recap of what happened. And then I guess because it's episode one, we can kind of talk about what do we hope to see from our different perspectives going forward? Because... If I'm not mistaken, we all have a different perspective on Vento Oreo. 
for instance, I've only seen a little bit of the manga, and I don't really know much beyond that. Uh, Anthony's read all the manga. McGill's, mm-hmm. what, you played the video game, you said? I played the game, which does spoil yeah. quite a bit. And I, I don't know, Connor, like, if what your background is beyond, like, just... Well, I'm an old-school JoJo fan. I've been into Stardust Crusader since they originally published that, like... Gosh, what, back in 2005? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're really far back there. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a... So, like... I'm a new age Jojo fan. I literally just I am watched too. it all. Yeah. I binge watched it all like maybe last summer, I think. Well, well and honestly, it's easier to be a, fan, a Jojo fan now than it was back then because you were going on scanlations. And even back then, when I was reading official versions of part three, scanlations were a thing, but they weren't easy to get. No. Well, see, back in 2005, that was a really hard thing to get to begin with. I mean,. We had no access to really any of the things we wanted to consume media-wise. I actually got introduced to JoJo's by accident, actually. Um, first time was they had an arcade game that had JoJo's by Adventure characters from Part 3, so it was Crusaders. And mm-hmm. later on, I actually watched the abridged version of JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. <laughs> and I was oh, yeah. Crusaders, uh, the, the OVA, the, the OVA uh, part, the one that I think made an OVA mm-hmm. of it. That's mm-hmm. how I got into it. And then one day, I'm just like just sitting at work at you know, I was working at Dawson at the time. And I was looking at this opening for part one. And I'm like, whoa, holy crap, what is this? This was pretty cool. I'll check it out. And I love it ever since. I got into it because I remember playing the uh, Stardust Crusaders game, Heritage for the Future. Yep, that, that, I think that was the one that was a. That I don't know. I don't know where, but I'm like it. It was. It was in arcades. So. It was on Dreamcast, and it was on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, this is Capcom. I'm. I'll go play this. They make Street Fighter. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is fun. I have no idea what any of this is. And then, like years later, my friends are just like, we're just chilling, and then they're just playing ran- random anime endings, and Roundabout comes out. And I'm like, the fuck. Pardon the language, but the heck? And they're like, yeah, no, this is real. I'm like, you're kidding me. And sure enough, seeing through there, see yes, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go check this out. So I had known nothing else about it, and I'm just like, well, I am hooked on this. I've seen some of the Dio memes and uh, before that as well, but ooh, man, it it has been a ride ever since. Yeah, so the first time I really even heard about JoJo's was um, there was an anime I was watching for the website, like as a once a week we did like a uh, a week in Japan or something like that, and the main characters would always reference JoJo's as like a thing, mm-hmm. and I I extend I, I kind of knew about JoJo's as like okay, it's a thing from the eighties, it's really well-known in Japan, but I've never really gotten into it. Yeah. Cool. I'll just accept the, I'll accept the reference and go on in my life. It didn't really affect me. But then one of my really close friends here, um, right, go to school, he's like, hey, yo, you need to go, like, see this and watch it, and you're going to love it. I'm like, no, I, I, I don't really 
it, it's hard for me nowadays to find an anime that I'll really like. So I've become a lot more picky about what I, what I watch. I and, know the feeling, but for a different reason. Yeah. Yeah, so it takes me a long time. Like, for example, I didn't watch My Hero Academia until mm-hmm. earlier this week I started it. And I was like, okay, everyone's been hyping it up. I really don't want to watch it because I'm not all about watching the hype trains that are out there and the, you know, on Crunchyroll mm-hmm. and all that. But I don't know, like just seeing all my friends do uh, cosplay star mode and then talk yeah. about it nonstop. Well, and I don't know, man, this is for another podcast entirely, but I find My Hero Academia is doing some of the best superhero work. Yes. Right now. Like, let's be honest, in terms of regular comics, I'm not talking movies, but Marvel, take a hint, please, because My Hero Academia knows how you make a good hero character and knows how to get into the ins and outs of being a hero. I think Mm -hmm. Exactly. But again, can of worms, big podcast, not going down that train. Right. Right. (laughs) Connor, here's my deal for you. I don't agree entirely. (laughs) They know how to do certain things right, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it just feels pretty by the number stuff. Yeah, but the stuff that they do really good, they do really, really good. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna give you all a deal. I'm currently on episode five or six of My Hero. Mm-hmm. When I get to the end of season one, I'll get, gather y'all for a podcast. And we'll do a quick season one My Hero Academia podcast. And when I get to season two, we'll do the same thing. And heck yeah! If we figure out how to get the movie, because I haven't really looked into how to get it yet, if it's on, is it on Crunchy Roll? I don't even know, man. No, uh, it, it just, is. It it had a theater release. Yeah, yeah, I just I heard about see, that. Which I did watch. Okay. And it was your generic anime movie. It was fun, but I'm like, oh wow, they do a lot of by the number stuff still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for a movie, you kind of gotta. Right, uh, but again, I'm just like, I still had fun with it, but you know yeah. what? You know where you're going to get yourself into. It doesn't do anything mm-hmm. too special. It doesn't like, do it, it doesn't do anything to really like take your breath away, but it gives you what you want. There was an amazing cameo which I like could not stop laughing when I saw it and they didn't even try to hide the name of the character. It was amazing. Okay. Uh but again it was just like Oh, here are the bad guys. Here are the two generic mooks that are going to be taken out by the secondary main characters. And then here's the bad guy who's going to be taken out by the main character. <laughs> but I will give it this over the Dragon Ball movies. At least it wasn't just one character taking out all the villains. Yeah. Please give Android 17 his own movie. From Dragon Ball Super? Yes. He needs one. Yeah. Yeah, take but anyway. Giza and you will like him. Whew. I, do I don't know, man. I do like I'm ready for that Brawly movie. It's gonna be great too. I think that is gonna be fun. Quite yes. hype. Jumping back on the JoJo train. But yeah, let's get back on JoJo's. We're like tangenting so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what podcasts happens. are all about, though? But yes, let us continue. Podcasts where I'm involved, especially because I have ADD to the tenth degree. Same. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So y'all want to give a quick recap? Uh. On what? You want to do a quick recap on the episode? Yeah. All right, Miguel, that's all you, man. Well, 
Like I said, it starts off with a kind of introduction to Italy, specifically Naples, the main city where it takes place. And then, of course, we get our shot of Giorno, and we kind of get a glimpse into what his character is. While he, he seems to be a nice dude, he's still a little bit of a delinquent, as we can see, even though he like gives the tourists their wallet back after it gets stolen. He kind of yeah, takes he's, a he's little a bit of their money. He wants to be a gang star. Yeah. Uh, so, again, the one thing that JoJo's does well, which makes it kind of last longer and doesn't make it feel old, is that each new protagonist from each different part has always had a different personality from the last one. You know, you go from Jonathan, Joseph, Jotaro, Josuke, and Nachi Giorno. You can tell each one is different from their old ones. They still have kind of the same good heart but other than that always contrasting personalities which again helps keep the series stay fresh definitely because so whenever i watched season one and two of bizarre adventures jonathan to me was really straight laced not really he wasn't really troublesome you know Mm -hmm. but then he meets joseph and you're like oh my god yeah this guy is just the biggest sleazeball anti-hero you'd ever meet mm-hmm. but well, then i there. think i think with it it's, it's because with jonathan they wanted to have that really good pure like figure of goodness like the guy you really want to root for because why would you ever want to say anything bad about it i like jonathan because he's a good precious boy exactly yes. that's the big thing for me However, I loved Joseph. I have a lot of love. I have a lot of love for um for uh part one of JoJo's and part two of JoJo's because it was really kind of feeling itself out. Uh, but it still managed to just have those nice little bits. That's the thing JoJo's does well is when it uh when it has those weird little bits of humor. Right, I I, I especially love it too, especially oh, with yes. him like doing like. The whole like messing with people, like you know, uh, screwing people with the people uh, people's heads with his like you know mind games, mm-hmm. all that. Just it's just it's just wonderful to see him just troll so much. And that's <laughs> what I want to see in part five. That's what I'm excited about is just watching all these gangsters trying to one up each other and pull one over on each other, and watching their personalities clash. Because there's there's part five, I guess, has some pretty big, pretty, pretty impressive characters. Some very big characters, I guess you could say, in terms of personality and stuff that they do and how they act. And so I'm real excited to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And so kind of jumping off on that. So you go from kind of the trickster and Joseph to uh, the coolest the guy best, in the room with Jotaro. <laughs> Jotaro is like best person ever. Oh man, Jotaro! I love him. <laughs> he, he is just like what the definition of coolness. Yeah. And so you go from Jotaro, who you know stoic, quiet, then you jump over to Josuke, who you know similar to Jonathan, where he's like. A nice boy, but he still has that hint of deviousness in him. That Joseph, have... Joseph in him. 
And then you have that little quirk in him where you can take him off if you insult his precious hair, which yep. is good. Which He's is so cool great. Style. He's Josuke so great. is is such a favorite of mine. I really like mine him. too. Yeah, because of the tonal shift. That's another fun thing about JoJo's is it's not always the same feel of show every time. Right, you get so, a different different character in a different mm-hmm. environment each time you watch JoJo's. Each yeah. Part. Yeah. Sometimes you want a Scooby Doo ish. Well, I guess now we'd say a Riverdale esque uh, story. Man, can you imagine? They need to get Josuke Higashikata over to the town of Riverdale. Maybe he'll solve all these weird murder mysteries that are going on there. Right. Maybe Yoshikage Kira set up shop in Riverdale. Did they ever think about that? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary Maybe. if he did. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's written crossover fan fiction. I hope so. Maybe. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a possibility they have already. Thousands upon thousands of just internet, uh, just, uh, Microsoft, uh, point, uh, just Windows, of, like, just Windows 3, just all written, uh, stuff online. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> So it's just interesting how, and again, all the different parts of kind of, not just in terms of characters, but also, you know, tonal settings, and even like their actual settings has always changed. And again, it keeps it fresh. And so now we kind of, we're kind of going to be dealing with mafia stuff. Yeah. You have your Don, mm -hmm. your uh, Consoliers. And the thing that I love about, this particular uh, the, 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 about these JoJo's Bizarre Adventure series is that like in each different part, we also talk about how the characters and all that stuff. But let's talk about the powers. I like that we're getting something different each arc. That each each part we're getting something different. Like, uh, in the first in the first part we get you know like they gentlemen use hormone, it's great and all, and then the second one uses hormone but in a different way. Part three, uh, punch you know it, yeah it's a punching stand but. It's also um, versatile in, uh, in speed and like uh, speed and uh, uh, strength. And then part four introduces actually a, a healing stand, but heals in a, in various different ways. And then we're doing part five, is you know, at right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and again, like we don't truly know what his stand powers are yet. We've only kind of caught a glimpse of them. So I oh, of uh, Giovanni? Yeah, Giorno, what his powers actually are going to be. So that's actually going to be something to look forward to in next week's episode. They'll finally be able to explain. Yeah. And then we got Bruno. Oh, man. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I gotta say something Bruno right Bucciarati, now. the stone-cold gang star himself. Man, mm-hmm. I just loved his introduction. Oh, my god! What a guy wow. right there. Right. What a, what a nemesis for Giorno to have right off the bat. It was like they wasted no time at all, but I gotta say something real quick, guys. So, yeah. I don't know how y'all felt about part four with Rohan and his stand ability with the book. Where he can like read the book and do stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But whenever I watched it, I just felt like really weird all over, like physically, like just watching him write the book on your body. Mm -hmm. To me, that just made like freaked me out so much. I can't explain. Like 
it's such an abnormal fear to have, but I was just something that I was like, okay, I need to stop watching just to recollect my thoughts because that's really kind of creepy. I had I a can similar. Totally, it I looked... can totally understand. I am all about that, like weird body horror stuff. Well, because I grew Me up too. watching horror movies like John Carpenter's The Thing and right, yeah. Boy, of the did Fly we get some... and, like... and boy, did we get some body horror in episode one right away. And oh, yeah. I was like, that's how I brought up, like, oh my god, they brought it back so quickly. I was like, okay. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> But um, honestly, and... it wasn't as bad as last time. Like, when we were watching part four, I was, like, literally cringing. And this one was like, oh, this is different, but I'm not cringing yet. So I'm right. happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Rohan's initial power when they were showing it was... Ooh, man. That's something frightening. Yeah, and I, th- I so think it's like they have... fear that that's a power that they came up with. And that demented idea of somebody coming up with that for an anime just made me like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. And oh, that scene right there. I had seen <laughs> that one. Yes. And me so many times beforehand with different other characters, including... SpongeBob and Patrick. No, you know, to out, actually see out. that. Yes, that in live action. Finally, I'm just like, oh man, I can see why people like this. Yeah, like, the, me- the memes just write themselves, man. If anybody knows what we're talking about, we're talking about a particular scene in Part Five. It involves the taste of a liar. Taste of a liar. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we're gonna say. <laughs> Oh man, and then that back end he gave him afterwards. Bruh. I felt so bad for him. It's like, I yeah, I just, I do that to you, and bam, I just hit you on the face. Mm-hmm. That's how much I'm supposed to have for you, which is none. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because he lied to him. Yeah. Like, had he told the truth? It kind of makes me wonder if they're gonna give gonna give uh, Bruno a Italian accent in the in the in the future dub, or did they like just keep it like just have them have regular English dub? It's like, weird like, because they line up on the accents after part two. Yeah, I was just thinking that he has a pretty pronounced accent when he's saying Giorno's name, though. Giorno mm-hmm. Giovanna. Giovanna. So I can see them very much like getting in on that. Yeah, because I I did um like watch this uh, this fan dub which they did like the the like the word word for word of uh the lines from the Mona manga and they actually mm-hmm. did a, and they did a really good job with Bruno's voice. Bruno actually sounded like Italian, but he wasn't the, but the accent was too heavy. It was like just the right amount of Italian in it that it sounded cool. Like okay, he's actually doing yeah. what he's doing. And the way he said the taste of a lion, Jonah Javon, like he, like he, it sounded like, wow, that's really, really good accent. I can feel that that's him. You know? mm-hmm. Like when I hear Bruno, that's, uh, that's how Bruno should sound, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, they knock it out of the park with voice acting. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so far, uh, it's weird because I know uh, Jonah's voice actor from Yu Gi Oh! Arc 5. Because he was the main character in that. I don't watch oh. Arc. I don't watch Arc Five. So I'm like hearing that, and I'm like, Yuya, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be playing some card games right now, guys? Oh. Deku's voice 
is one is one of the main is one of the main characters in this show. Uh, really, TK's yeah. voice from Try is also one of the main characters in this show. Really, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. Hmm. Well then, I, I, I didn't say exactly who it was because I I, I didn't want like you know give it away unless you wanted to. So like I don't know, how it, was, it was okay to oh, saying this. Oh yeah, like well they they made a big deal every time they announced who who some of the voice actors were gonna be in it, and so and most of the character trailers have already been put out, so people know who the main characters are and who they're voiced by. I mean, they had an entire event in Japan, I want to say like two or three weeks ago to announce. Yeah, them, I do remember officially. That. So it's not really too big of a spoiler. It's only a spoiler if you're saying what their roles in the show is. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they got some pretty pretty high voice actors in this one. I know um, for Night Hero Academia fans, uh, Aizawa is one of the main characters in here as well. Mm-hmm. Trying to think who else. And like I said, uh, TK's tri-voice actor is in this. So they got... Some pretty, some pretty good cast members. So it'll be so interesting. It's like to... Something for like every one of us who either has watched any other anime involving these actors. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, like I remember this guy, I remember this guy, you know. So it's like something for everybody. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So. Uh... Hmm. Oh, I was trying to figure like. If y'all are already good at closing thoughts and expectations, or we still have other topics to explore. One thing is, who wants to bet what the ending theme is going to be for next, for this coming week? Because they didn't show it this week, as is tradition. Yeah, so. the, we're going to get like the, like the opening next week, but they might not show the uh, the ending probably till maybe the third episode, maybe. I'm not entirely sure. The but who knows only that. one that we didn't get the ending till the third episode was Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. Everything else we got by the second. Yeah. Episode. Mm-hmm. So, in all likelihood, we'll get it next week. But did, we didn't get the opening for uh, this week, did we? No, no. Uh, that's gonna be next week as well. Okay, good. Um, I was kind of wondering about it earlier. And a thing to bring back about like the show is they will cut the opening and the ending to try to fit as much as they can into episodes. Yeah, yep. exactly. Which you will not get a recap episode in this series. Thank goodness. Nope. Nope. Uh, so it's interesting, because I know they got the uh, singer uh, who did the second opening bag, and then the composers for... Cruel Angel's thesis are working together for this opening as well. Oh my wow, that's god. Yeah. They're pulling out yeah. all the stops. Uh, yeah, so the composers and then the writers working back on it. So it is... Oh man, I cannot wait to see what it is and just the visuals. Uh, you know, episode one was a nice little app appetizer, but you know, this episode two is just going to be like new ending theme, which... People are throwing out like crazy suggestions as they always do. The most mm-hmm. popular one is Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. 
I can <laughs> dig that. Uh, so who knows? They may just do an Italian pop song to keep up with the show keep being in Italy. It's still up in the air, but... I would be interested to see an Italian pop song. Just for the relevance of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do like they did in part which is kind of like three different openings for like each different uh, sections of the arcs. Depends if there's like kind of three, if there's three major kind of well, arcs, but like course, because the way part four is split up, <laughs> was, you know, the initial chase for the bow and arrow from um, Red Hot Chili Peppers stand user. The second part is trying to is chasing down Kira, and then the third yeah. one mm-hmm. is chasing down his new, you know, his new identity to yeah. kind of liberate the town. So that's why they did well, things. Well, I do remember the fact that part like part five does have different stuff happening in it. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a character that's going to be introduced later on. So, yeah, they might do that or. They might would, just keep it keep it with two. Who knows? I think they might just go with two. Uh, Possibly. It all about. depends on the length of, of uh, Vento Oreo compared to... 39 I, episodes. I, it's going to be 39 episodes like, like we okay. did in part four. 39 okay. episodes confirmed. Wait, how many? 39, 30. like part four. Okay. Yeah, I that's, think they learned their good. lesson from Stardust Crusaders to not expand it out too much. Yeah, too many episodes, and then they had to split it off into one, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah they it's, did a, it's basically, they pulled, they pulled a Power Rangers, basically, with, with well, the Nickelodeon. <laughs> to be fair, they were also created in different ways. Uh, Stardust Crusaders was originally published to be, like, a Villain of the Week kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, like, there were some episodes where I'm like, they didn't need to spend a whole episode on this one, like, the Sun Stand. I think that, that was only like that, one that chapter really, in the manga, and then they ext- really annoyed me out to a, an entire episode. I'm like, okay, this didn't need to be a full episode. So yeah. since then, they've kind of like condensed it, and it's helped the flow so much. Yeah, like, hey, man, like you're gotta sell that Blu-rays, right? Well, they're up Blu-rays. to four episodes per Blu-ray now compared to Damn. the three. Man, I remember when people were paying like forty dollars for like three shitty encoded episodes on a fucking DVD back in the day. Yeah. Some coast video. <laughs> uh, but yeah, any guesses on what the ending theme is going to be? Is it going to be a pop song from the from around the time period it takes place in? Uh, the exception, of course, being parts one and two. But in part three, uh, both endings were released in the 80s. Part four, ending was released in the late 90s, same time period that it takes place in. Part five, maybe a 2000s pop song. Maybe. <sighs> Who knows? I will say I'm hoping um, part three, whenever we had Dotoro as the main um they had a part where they had a song, and then as they went further into the arc, they added like a small variant where they had a Jotaro uh, and Dio stands do a fight. Oh, the opening! Yeah, yeah. They yep. they, they done part that four. in yeah they did that in part four. I know what the main villain stand is. 
So mm-hmm. I think I have a clue of what it's going to be. But again, that'll yeah. be for... That'll be for later. So we get there. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, but so... All, but all I'm going to say is it's just going to work. <laughs> yep, I mean, yep. It's just going to work. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. And I like that they're that like even even like when they when they show what episode it is, they actually stylize it in Italian too. Uh episode Episodio. Episodio, yeah. Yeah, I saw that it was great. Like they're really committed to the Italian thing. I like it. It's all about the little things. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's a little tiny little detail. Like, well, and what's like, interesting for those some of us might be in the know, some of us might not be. Uh there was actually a collaboration with I believe Gucci. Oh uh, yeah. At the Tokyo Gucci store, and they had part five and I think part six characters illustrated and put mm-hmm. up on display at the store. Uh, there oh, was wow. a big fashion. Yeah, no. Uh, oh yeah, no. I know uh, part six's protagonist. She was like plastered in a lot of Gucci mm-hmm. collaboration between uh, yep. Araki and uh, Gucci. Interesting. No, there's there is a reason why part five is either the first or second most popular part in Japan. That's so interesting, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's second then if that's the first? Probably Stardust Crusaders. That's what I figure, because part three is still my favorite as of right now, but I'm still like, you know, an anime person only, so Yeah. No. So yeah. Those two are the two most popular ones. Like I know in the West Side. Part five is one of the less <laughs> popular ones, mm-hmm. but that's just, I'm just going to attribute it to, we never had a good translation up until maybe five years ago, max. Yeah. The translation for part five was just. Yeah. Awful. From my understanding, that's pretty much it. It it didn't have a, you didn't have a good source. So I think, you know, the way this is going to work out, the way David production mm-hmm is like we'll finally actually get an understanding of what some of these things actually do. Yeah. And again, like all aboard the JoJo hype train, JoJo Fridays are back and it Hell feels yeah. great. Dude. Yeah. I'm so, so, oh go ahead, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I'm so hyped for like JoJo Podcast Sundays or whatever oh, yes. we decide to do in the end. I'll like, be all over. Especially, oh, yeah. especially with my hero, like um, you know, I just just ended its uh its third season, and it's like we, I need something to watch, and watch you know, on weekends again, and finally Joe Joe came back for some time for it. I yeah, sure. lost Dragon Ball Super. We lost uh, my hero academia. I need something more soon in my life, yeah. please. I mean, sure, Attack of Titan is there, but like, <sighs> is I've lost really interest there. in it. Yeah, but like. It, I lost my interest in Attack on Titan a while back. I can't watch after season one. I mean, like, I have my issues with the creator himself, but... I'll ask you about that offline. I'm curious yeah. now. Oh, yeah. But, uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, final thoughts, anyone? I'm I'm all aboard the hype train. I broke the brake line. Let's keep going till it stops. I want to go to Italy. <laughs> it's going to be bellissimo. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. I'm actually just really happy to see like 
week by week, so-so, because before I just binged it all in, like, the course of, I don't know, a month, maybe less. It was a really slow summer. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. With that, um, we're going to try and bring you guys weekly podcast episodes with so-so. It's probably released every Wednesday, I'm hoping. And once I get through more academia, we'll have that as well going on. And Hey, keep on checking. We'll be back. All right. So for now, good night, everyone, and talk to you soon.